Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, you know, this is a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today, I'm so excited because finally, I have Arthur Woodard on my show. And let me tell you just a little bit about Arthur because he's got a great story to tell us. He started playing guitar at the age of 12, and he started a group called the Dynamics. Now, this band included Greg Adams, the drummer, James Clark on bass, Ronald Jackson on sax, and guess what? They all grew up together. Now, you've probably heard of them. You've probably seen some of their songs, but I want to introduce you to Arthur so he can tell you about his fantastic journey from the age of 12 up until now, I think, what'd you say, Arthur? How old are you now? Arthur, welcome. I am 71. I'll be 72 soon, September the 3rd. All right. So Arthur will be 72. I mean, he's born in September. I was born in September. So this is going to be a great, great interview. Welcome, Arthur, to Out and About with Antoinette. Okay. So how'd you get started? You said you got started when you was 12. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, I asked for a guitar at 12. My mother wasn't going to get it. My father got me the guitar. And after I got it, I thought I was automatically going to just start playing. <laughs> Couldn't play nothing, sounded horrible. Um, then I started in the neighborhood, like going around to different people who knew something about the guitar and I learned how to tune it and they taught me one song, Twist and Shout. <laughs> Boy, you would have thought I was a versioso. I played Twist and Shout for hours, hours and hours and hours and hours. Because I knew how to tune the guitar and I knew how to play this one song. And it started my hunger on other songs. So I would start hang around people well can you teach me this song can you teach me and they was well willing to teach me you know when i went around to different people so after a while i had about 10 songs or so under my belt and met a guy named greg adams he had two drums, snares, and a cymbal. So we would call practices. And finally, I think like the next Christmas after we started practicing him with the two drum snares and the cymbal, he got a whole trap with the drum, bass, bass drum, and... Uh, the whole set. And we were still practicing, you know, little songs here and there. And they sounded so much different 
because he had the whole set. Right. So where did you guys grow up? Where where was this that you were practicing? Um, Six and Clayton Street. And oh, here, okay. Greg, and in Wilmington, okay. In fact, Greg still lives there. His mother has since died, and he's living there with his brother. And uh, I think about a couple months ago, I just went up to see him, and we we must have talked for like four hours, on and on and on and on. And we're talking about doing some some things. Oh, awesome. Back and doing some things because he um, left the group and started playing jazz. And both of us went out to LA, but he was um, on the jazz circuit. I was with the Dynamic Concepts um, doing R&B. Um, disco, but I was running around to different clubs playing and we were trying to get a record deal. Okay. okay. And so, finally we did get a record deal. So when did you get the record deal? Because you started practicing and then you really got started and then when did you get, what year was it that you got the record deal? Um, I would say after the group has been formed, because we went through a lot of changes, maybe like 10 years later, because as soon as we got out to LA, we started doing shows at different places, and we met H.B. Barnum. Okay. Now, H.B. Barnum was a real big, 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 big guy. He was... um involved with making the Osmonds really, really competitive with the Jackson Five. Cause that's wow. what yeah, he was he was in that group to try to make them competitive with the Jacksons. Wow. Dance wise, sound wise, everything. Right. He was that guy. He heard now when we met HB, we had our own, we had about an album worth of songs we had already made up. Originals. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the originals that we let him hear was Music Making Is Our Thing. Music Making Is Our Thing? Okay. Yes. Now, this is to let you know even though all my playing and all my knowledge, I didn't know that, because I didn't like music making, I swear. I thought it was <laughs> the stupidest song I've ever made. And I really didn't want HB to hear it. But we said, you know, if you're going to give somebody your all, let them hear everything. Right. Now, out of all the songs we did, he liked that one the most. Wow. He gave it to the Osmonds. It was the first song when they went on TV that they played. What? Yes. The song ended up making 
three and a half million dollars in sales. Wow. I got $895. And when I thought I was going to get more, he said, sue me. $895 on a song that made $3.5 million? Yes. That's crazy. That's and crazy. That's real crazy. And, well, I didn't know. I knew the business as far as playing. I didn't know the business as far as how to get paid. And the young guys today, I have to take my hat off to them, that um, they know how to get paid. Exactly. Even if their talent is not that well, mm -hmm. but they know how to get paid. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. So my hat's off to them. And I was the opposite. And, and I just learned to play and... I trusted the people around me that they're going to take care of me. That's not always the ticket. And I was, I found out very rudely. Now I was mad at first, but I said, why should I be mad at something you could have learned, you know, um, yourself? Right. And how old were you at this time? Oh, I was real young. I was maybe 20, 1920. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you would just start, I guess, you know, the... I mean, really get going. I mean, because I really, by the, by the time of, of 18, I was out playing most men who were 30. Wow. Better. Awesome. I mean, I could really play so how long did you guys stay together well when i when i first started playing and got a little bit good i didn't want to do no schoolwork. <laughs> all i wanted to do was play and my mother said okay um she took me out the band. I don't blame her. And she was one of those type of mothers that, um, and I did cry, <laughs> but she told me, um, tears are only water and you'll get over this. <laughs> Do your work. I thought I she was it. the mean, I thought she, she was the meanest woman in the world. To you. Yes. Because I was saying, you know, I'm starting to play. I'm doing positive things. And I was. But I wasn't doing my schoolwork. Right. Which didn't mean nothing to me. Well, after I she took me out, I said, well, I asked my mother if my grades come up, could we revisit it? She said, yes. Oh, good. So, man, I got to work. My grades came up. I mean, up, up, up. Awesome. So, um, at first, I wanted to get right back. She said, no, no, no. Show me, show me some more. 
So it was a year and my grade stayed up because I made sure I did every bit of homework, every bit of, if I could get some extra credit. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got into it just like I got into my guitar. Right, right. You know what I mean? She didn't have to tell me no more. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's and awesome. I got, so after a year, I asked her, could I, I think, uh, I think I was like in the 11th grade, maybe going into the 12th. Could I get back? Mm -hmm. And she said, okay, but on a condition that you keep your grades up. I love I it. That you can, you know, show me that you can do it. So I don't want to hear no excuses of whatever's going on. Right, right. You know, um, so what you play in a show and you're you're up over 12 o'clock at night. I still want you to do the extra stuff of getting to go to school, be to school on time, do your work. This is what you want to do. These are some of the things that I expect from you. Exactly. Exactly. And that was good. Even though you said she was the meanest mother in the world, she was looking out for your best interest because one day, you know, you weren't going to be playing anymore, but you're going to need that education. So that I love that. Yes. And um, I wish she had got into me uh, about the, the business aspect of the business. Because if she'd have said something like that to me, listen, she was God. If she said it, I had to do it. It That's was right. not a, like with the kiss of day. Well, can we talk about? No. If she <laughs> said it, it was you Mom. made provisions to do it. That's right. That's right. End of story. We're not going to talk about. We're not going to debate. When even if you cry, so what? It's only water. <laughs> it's only water, and you're going to do it. End the story. Arthur, I, she sounded but like I a think She didn't know the business of it. She just wanted me to do my work, and which I did very well in school. Mm -hmm. schoolwork right if i'd have took the same diligence in learning the business end of it then i wouldn't have been in a position of getting cheated right 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 or and i want to yeah and i want to i want you to talk a little bit more about that as well um but let's take this quick break and come right back um i want you to talk about you know, when you realize that you were being cheated and what you did about it, but it didn't deter you from music because you're still playing to this day, aren't you? Yes, to this day. Okay. Because so I knew it was something, even though I didn't play guitar, but I still have my musical ability even to today. All right. So let's take this break. We'll come back. We're going to talk about what you're doing today. So we'll be right back. Don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by using the Linktree ID, 
A Lake Enterprises. So we'll be right back. And we're going to talk to Arthur about what he's doing now since he's retired at the age of 72. Or is he retired? Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises. And here on Out and About with Antoinette, every week on a Wednesday, I have the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing positive things in their community. And today I have Arthur Woodard, and he is telling us about his music career. At 72, he's still doing the darn thing. Arthur, you've been in the music business for a long time, and your mother made sure that you got your schoolwork done. Now, before the break, we were talking about how you wish you had known more about the business aspect of the music industry. But even though you didn't, it didn't stop you. You're still playing, performing, and doing it. I love you started at 12 and it's now at 72. You're still doing the music. What are you doing now? I mean, are you out there? Are you okay? Doing right videos? now, <laughs> right before I had this comp, uh, 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 this uh, talking to you mm -hmm. last week, um, my daughter. She's a filmmaker. Awesome. Okay. She got the 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 entertainment or the arts bug from me. Okay. <laughs> and she's very good at what she does. And some years back, I did a movie called um uh at first I called it the bucket list, now I call it the checklist. Okay. And it was actually largely on me, um, the character, he's kind of finding himself in life and he takes a dance lesson and it turns out terribly wrong. <laughs> but then he meets the woman who, um, was teaching the dance class and she kind of likes him. He kind of likes her <laughs> and they go out on a date and the date turns out pretty well. So he kind of shocks her and he rents a, um, what do they call those things? Party buses. 
Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. And he takes her on a date first. And they 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 do they do well on the date. Then he takes her to the party bus and they really party like rock stars. <laughs> now it's funny because I had a preacher who was who kind of um took me uh what he disbanded me from coming to the church because I had a mohawk. And you still have a mohawk. I still got one. <laughs> but he and now my character did something I would never do. He argues with the preacher. Oh no. Takes his money out the plate and goes to the the dance studio. Oh no. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I would never do that. In fact, my mother would probably flip. <laughs> never argue with the preacher. And then yep. you took your tides out. Oh my God. You know what you I mean? Go, look, they, she would have said, You go in a hell in a handbasket. Exactly. <laughs> and I can't save you, son, on this one. Nope. You on your own. <laughs> yeah, I can't save you on this one. So that was. He, my character was different, a little different from me. Right, right, right. Much different I, than you. Yeah, I, I don't even think I would argue with him that much. But getting back to the picture, in the in the um party bus, guess who was in there partying like a rock star? The preacher. Wow! Oh my goodness! You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, the preacher. <laughs> on my party bus. Wow. So it just wasn't me and her. It was my two buddies, um, two older guys. One was a real young guy, he, but they had to make him up old. He, he he played like my sidekick. Right, right, right. And then we had a, a sleepy guy who was really older than both of us as the sleepy guy, you know, but he hears stuff when he's asleep, but he's he's not that good when he is awake. <laughs> so did this movie become, you know, I mean, is, is this a movie out there? Is there something that we can find? Well, we, well uh, three or four years ago, we did it, but we didn't finish the audio part and the uh, some of the audio part was horrible. So we had to re. I'm doing. I'm in a, a studio in Bear Delaware, BCA. Uh huh. And I met this guy named Bill Kane. Okay. And it's funny. I met Bill Kane in Pet Boys getting my car fixed. He was the manager. Okay. And we talked, and we talked about music, and finally, I went to his house. And he has like a state-of-the-art um, studio. Wow. Basement. I mean, it's like everything is there. Wow. Everything. I mean, state-of-the-art. When you say, when I say state-of-the-art, I mean state-of-the-art. If it's not there, he'll get it there. All right. All right. So you guys are going to 
finish up the movie or finish up the audio? Yes. And All that's right. what I was working on right before I got to talking with you. Oh, my goodness. So that means that once everything is done and created, yeah. you got to come back and talk about it. But I got some other things going. <laughs> oh, let me, Art's going to you know. tell us some more stuff before before I let him go. Because this is has he has such an interesting life. And that's why I wanted to have him on the show. So go ahead, Art. Continue. What else is going on? I have, now I'm a person who is not social media savvy, but I have um, songs, especially a song like, uh, have you heard of O Come Emmanuel? Well, that song is older than both of us. <laughs> I got a, I'm on YouTube. And I did a song, uh, what is a, a, a video. I did the song, and I also had a music video, and I used my church, mm -hmm. and I used my grandson as an angel coming into the church, mm -hmm. walking into the church. I'm reading a Bible. And he comes, and he comes past me, and you don't see him get up on the um, the pew. I mean, on the where the preacher's at, and all of a sudden he puts his hands up, and his hands is on fire. The next scene, he starts anointing me with fire mm. from his hands, but not burning me. He's touching me with the fire on my forehead and everything, and it's going down into me, mm -hmm. but I'm not being burned by the fire. Being anointed by the fire. Wow. I, and that's on YouTube now? Yes, that's on YouTube right now. All right, so I got to put that, that link into the show notes. So not only I need to see it, but I need my listeners to see it as well. Okay, that's Serene Williams. Oh, come. Okay. S-H-E-R-E-E-N Williams. And oh, come. Okay. All right. So I'm going to take a look at that and I'm going to also share it so that it's part of this uh, podcast interview with you. Arthur, I'm sure you have a lot of stories and I'm sure that we're going to get connected again because I need, you know, to know. Uh, I, first of all, I want to see this, this movie that you started working on. And now that you're working with Bill in his studio, I want to see the, you know, the, the the final production of that. But you know, I'm I just want to say thank you. Thank you so very much for connecting with me. You found me, you connected with me. You said I got a story to tell. I need to tell your listeners. And so now we're together. And before I let you go, I see you want to say a couple more things. So let's wrap this up. What is it that you want to um let the listeners know? I think why I can still move on and not be bitter. I didn't tell you that in the early years, my mom made me go to church. And making me go to church, even when she said I didn't have to go to church, she told me she, she continued to pray for me. 
Yes. Yes. And even though to have somebody make three and a half million dollars off of your song and they give you $895, having God in you, because God says, once I'm in, I'm in, you know? And that kept me be from being super bitter and God still work out things in my life for even though it wasn't a nice thing, it didn't feel good, but God worked it out for my good. And you went from being super bitter to super better. Yes. Awesome, Arthur. I appreciate you so very much for just coming on and sharing just a little bit of your story. I know you have a lot more. That's why I'm going to bring you back. So thank you so very much for joining me today on Out and About with Antoinette. And, you know, I can't wait for all the wonderful things that's coming um, forward for you. And may God continue to bless you, your mission, and your vision. Okay. And I want to thank you all for listening to today's episode of Out and About with Antoinette, because every week I have the privilege and the honor of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware who's doing great things in their communities. And if you're like Arthur and you'd like to be a guest here on Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog and my blog, and using the Linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. So thank you for listening. And please share this podcast link with your family, your friends, your bae, and your boo too. And until the next time, stay smart, stay safe, and stay social, because I will see you in cyberspace. See ya. It's the DE Diva, aka the Delaware Blogger, wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Bye-bye.